mean, listen, Kev, I, I'd love, I pay top dollar to see your high school tape. I've got uh, a junior year highlight. Okay. A couple plays floating around on the internet. Oh, fuck, man. It's on Huddle. Ke- not on YouTube? No, it's not on YouTube. Kevin Batori. Huddle. Just look at H-U-D-L. 42 public views. Damn right. How, do, how have I never seen this before? You didn't vet me before you hired me. If this was <laughs> on your resume, I definitely would have been, uh, you know, I would have hired you even quicker than I did. Oh, here's the whole. T- oh, my God. There's a, there's a sizzle. 30, it's like 30 seconds. I got a sizzle. I'm looking at a I sizzle right now. Kevin. I didn't play a ton. So. Oh, there's. The, I got an ad for Adobe Acrobat. Kevin, are you making money off of this? I should be. Wait, where are you? Oh, 38? Yeah, 38. Okay. There should be some indicators. Nice block on the outside. Okay. Let's see. Kevin, whoa, here we go. Open up the hole. Yeah. Open up the hole, Kevin. That's a touchdown. Touchdown. <laughs> oh, wow. This is the best thing I've seen all day. Three, two, one. Kevin, what's up, dude? What's up? I love this huddle uh, content. Yeah. <laughs> I think we should put this on uh, front and center Instagram page. Yeah, you think so? I mean, Kevin's... Uh, Kevin's eligibility. Yeah, my illustrious high school football career. That's right. Inquire within. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now that NIL yeah. money is there, I think I think you, you told me that you played high school football. Yeah. And I like pseudo believed you. This is undeniable proof. Actually, I don't know if it. I, I don't see your face or you know in any of these clips, so I don't really know that that's you. It is me. Um, I believe that it is you. Number thirty-eight have, in the program. Number one in your heart. That's. <laughs> <laughs> uh well i'm gonna we're gonna have to share this with the listeners and uh kevin is uh his illustrious high school football career uh ended too soon to become a podcaster a producer and a copywriter greatness we achieved the highest uh honor that Which we could have what? achieved state champs oh you did you yeah. won state championship yeah, senior year it was great fucking wow kevin we beat a lot of dudes Ohio. Yeah. That's was a that's, big deal. It's a fucking big deal. Division one, we played a lot of, we played a couple dudes who are still in the oh, really? NFL. Do you have a varsity jacket? Do you, you know? I don't, I don't. <laughs> I got a state ring. So a state ring. <laughs> yeah. How come you don't wear your state ring to the office anymore? Uh it's just like barely too small. Got it. But that's kind of nice, though. If it was too big, it'd be uh, gaudy and unnecessary. Well, I mean, it's to fit around my finger. It's very big. Oh, it's very, it's very, okay. very big. It's big, but yeah. it's, it's too very gaudy. small to fit. It's too, it's a little too small to. It's too it doesn't small comfortably to fit, it doesn't comfortably come wear. off my ring finger. Got it. It, okay. it it scares me a little bit. Well, Kevin, this But uh, this, it's also massive. So it's pretty I'm impractical. Seeing, uh, has a lot of, I see a lot of potential in yeah. Kevin. <laughs> uh you got you got you know. You I can't really, believe you didn't google me before you hired me. I mean, shocking. Uh shocking how little uh research and I know, background I, checks I did. I could have had a record. You could have. You might still have a record. I'm I don't know. I, I don't know. I shit. don't have a record. But uh, you do have some tape, and you do, yeah, tapes out there. You, you pancake that one guy, and you uh, you really set up that uh, touchdown. Which, yeah, I uh, did. I wish there was more. I could watch <laughs> this. Uh, I could watch this video forever. Fifty-five seconds. Oh, uh, well, that's about uh, that's that's about all the action I got. <laughs> it's only got forty-four public views. I think two of those were just me. So I mean, uh, you know, probably it's not looking great for your. I'll, I'll fire it up like once a year. Oh, really? for the friends, yeah. Uh, is there music on this? Uh, no, there's there not. should be. Uh, you know, no. Got one. We got one highlight video of Kevin playing high school football, and I will say I'm thankful it exists. Uh, welcome to the show. The show is called Front and Center. Each week, Kevin and I talk about the things going on in culture, design, branding, who yeah, knows, and my high school football career and Kevin's high school football career. Um, I wish I had a, a, a highlight tape of my lacrosse career. 
you would see me doing a bunch of jabbing and poking. Yeah. That's it. Um, you weigh anybody out? <clears throat> maybe. I can say yeah. yes because there's no tape. <laughs> uh, but the answer is probably no. Uh, the Oceanside Sailors, uh, known for their lacrosse. One thing I noticed on the on the design kick is that my uh, hometown has uh, just stolen the O from uh, 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 own, uh, what do you call it? Oregon. Oh yeah, we've just completely Good. Oceanside. Um, you know, we've just taken the exact same that's, O that's tradition from or the, from the Ducks and put it on the side of our helmets and changed the colors to it's, baby blue it's a good and, logo. And, and navy blue, which are. Carolina colors. So if you could picture well, there's sailors. only so many things you can do, you know, no, there's know. only so many moves you can make, but I, I really do appreciate that, that we've just kind of ripped off another school. When I was there, we had an actual sailor who was like, uh, kind of, uh, like steering at a, the games. No, 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 no. That was kind of the icon. I'll show it to you here. Kevin. You didn't have a mascot. You didn't have somebody. That's in, a cool, that, in, that's a cool in sailor. A suit? No, absolutely. You should have. Yeah. But I would have yeah. went hard. Yeah. Now, now we got kind of just, uh, just kind of the Oregon O, just in different colors. Yeah. But yeah, you know, Kevin, we um, we don't need to uh, regale our high school uh, sort of uh, careers in sports and what they could have been. But. Yeah, I mean, if I worked if I worked as hard as I did back then on anything, I'd be you know <laughs> massively successful. <laughs> it is sad, right? Like at your peak of your caring and trying and like you know <laughs> yeah. desire and motivation, you're putting it towards yeah. something that genuinely has no. Yeah, I mean to be on, if I'm being truthful here, I don't think yeah. I'll ever care about anything as much <laughs> ever again. <laughs> yeah, I mean I guess that is the kind of sad part. And um, yeah, talking about Bishop Sycamore and the high school documentary I watched about the fake high school team that made it on ESPN. It's an insane story. Watch the documentary. It's on Max. Like incredible, but. Yeah, it is a story about a con artist and a scammer who exploited exactly that, which is these kids that like all they want to do is play football and all they want to do is make it to the next like, you know, level. And like to your point, like that's the number one only thing in their life that they care about. Yeah. And so it's a very easy thing to exploit if you're trying to uh, exploit it. And that's kind of that's very sad. I mean exploiting, giving these kids opportunities. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What the, I didn't see that documentary, <laughs> so I don't know what the line is. But yeah, check it out. I don't know. It's. I think you'll like it. BS High on uh, on uh, Max. Yeah, is I mean, my latest documentary to watch. Did you finish Telemarketers? I did. I watched it last night. Yeah, it was what good. Do you think? Yeah, I, I like the third episode. I, I thought it was really nice. Like it really showcased like the friendship that. Um, yeah, it was the guy's name Sam. Yep, the main guy, Sam and Pat. Sam and Pat. Yeah, well, I, I liked how it really f- featured their friendship and yeah. how it grew over the years. And I thought also at the end, they were trying to like do more and do mm-hmm. more and do more and do more. Yeah. And they had some success in the end, but they kept running into roadblocks. But yeah, you know, they I tried think, their best. Yeah, they tried their best. And also, like, they probably didn't realize in the moment that, like, even just putting this documentary out, even if it was like one part to raise like awareness about these telemarketers raising money for mm-hmm. uh, fraternal order of police. Yep. Stuff. That in itself is just creating awareness and like, totally. It could help, help a lot of people. Yeah, helping hopefully. people not, you know, answer those calls. Yeah. And I think if you watch this doc, like everyone telemarketing has gotten even crazier in the last five years. Yeah. They said so. that um, they were like literally using his pe- voice. people's voices and identities uh, with AI and the people who weren't even employed. So. That's fully insane. Yeah. But, and I get calls every hour, it seems like, and there's all new types of scams. Like I do think that the fraternal or the police one is particularly yeah tough. 
especially in parts of the country where like they just want to get one of those stickers on their car. I think that's yeah. like half of what they're doing. Well, they just don't want to get pulled over. Yeah. And if they <laughs> yeah. do get pulled over, they're like, look, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a supporter of the police. And what they don't realize is that I don't think that's going to really do much. But maybe but, it does because the police are wrapped up in it. So it is it is a great story. But I love I love, you know, uh, Patrick J. Pespas. Right. Yeah. That's his name. He's just like the worst interviewer, though. Oh my god! But it's like yeah. it makes it really good. That's what makes it great. Yeah. Is like he—he's clearly the star of the show. Yeah. And him trying to do interviews in a serious manner with his like incredible costume, like oh, suits, the sunglasses, and sunglasses. The, it's like that's what really makes this the so paperboy hat. Uh, yeah, the fact that he he really tries to talk to these people. Well, he's really good at talking. Like he's really good at like he's selling smart. and leading, mm-hmm. but he's not so good at like yeah. following and listening. An absolute legend. Yeah, I actually just googled him because I wanted to make sure I put respect on his name. And uh, he does have Instagram. He's got one single post, which is just thank you with the artwork from the show. And he just got a follow from me because I That's need awesome. to see what he's. How many doing followers do you have? Seventeen hundred. That's pretty good. Good for him. I hope he made a good amount of money off this HBO documentary. I hope so. Something tells me he does not. Well, I don't think they would have fucked him, but you never know. You did get the feeling that he wasn't going to make it to the end of the documentary. And so um, I'm happy to see he's doing better and and looking healthier as the show went on. Yeah. For sure. What an absolute legend. If you have not seen the documentary, watch that one. Yeah, it was a good doc. Yeah. Our show has now become what you should watch on uh, streaming. Yeah, we should get the HBO sponsorship. We should, absolutely. I mean, Max is interesting. Like, I think there's more content than ever. There's also a lot of shitty content, but... Um, Good classics, though. They got the all the Anthony Bourdain shows. Yeah. Which, pre-Max, they were kind of difficult to lock down and find. Yeah. I was paying $26 a month on Philo. And, uh, Philo? What is that? Some shitty... The dough? No, some <laughs> shitty like streaming service with no. commercials. No, I, w- I was doing it just so I could watch some uh, like no reservations, and oh, really? I like didn't cancel it for a long fucking time, so it just ran up on my credit card. That sucks. Yeah, that's what all these businesses are really doing. Um, Philo, yeah, that's P H I L O. There's so many fucking streaming it, services. It literally has commercial. It sucks. It's like yeah. twenty six a month, and you're paying for to watch commercials. It's the that's- worst. 20 bucks a month? Yeah. That's fully insane. I know. That's absolutely insane. I know, and they got me. So, they congratulations. Fuck, dude. Yeah. F- Fubo and Roke, you know, Philo and they- Tubi. Honestly, Tubi's got some banging movies on there. No, you don't have Tubi. Yeah. You really do? It's free. Oh, okay. <laughs> they have then, commercials. Okay, then that's better. Me and my friend watched this Tubi movie called Sexaholic by Celeste Celeste. Okay. It was truly awful literally the audio was Mm -hmm. like you couldn't understand the dialogue in the movie because they were were recording audio Mm -hmm. with presumably the microphone built into the dslr oh yeah yeah the the ability to make content has never been easier which makes for literally anything could be on uh what seems like a streaming network uh service at this point Mm -hmm. um speaking of i also watch vacation friends i don't know if you're familiar with the uh i'm not the, the the comedy uh drama that is uh, vacation john cena and laurel and like yeah yvonne orgy like every now and then i like a really shitty like rom-commy how was john cena 
I you mean, look the, skinny, right? I saw some screenshots. Yeah, no. People were saying you looked like Jimmy Butler. Uh, vac- this is Vacation Friends. I watched Vacation Friends 1, not, not to be confused oh. with Vacation Friends 2, okay. which okay. just came out, which is uh, why I watched the first one. I was like, I can't watch the second one without if I don't know the characters. I don't know the backstory. Fair. Um, and John Cena, I think what's funny is about when I was watching, I was like, man, the fact that John Cena has made himself into an actor that can be insanely buff and still be somewhat taken seriously as a normal person He's in great. regular society is is a huge achievement on his behalf. Yeah, you can't see me. And <laughs> I'm not surprised to hear that he maybe slimmed down or got off the roids to be more of a re- believable person in society. Yeah. Because like... In this movie, he plays just like a regular kind of crazy guy. And then all of a sudden, he's like in one scene. And like his arms are just too big to be taken seriously as a human. He rules. He is kind of amazing. So shout out to him. Uh, he's, that was my era of wrestling. He's, yeah. he's like right when I got into it. It's my favorite. Really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, again, showing With our age. Kevin, belt. Yeah. Yeah. I was more of a stone cold. Yeah. You know, well, kind of good. A, Dude, our, my era you was, should, was more. Have you peeped Stone Cold's Instagram? I have not. He has like a ranch in Nevada. Sure. And he's got his own beer company, which looks sick. Makes sense. But That's he like on brand. he documented like this. He was like hunting elk or something. Mm. And he like was like in his little gator and just documenting the whole thing, just on a beautiful piece of land in Nevada. And mm-hmm. I was like, damn, I want to be him. Stone cold. And then he's like, just you know, you know, product placement. Mm. Just drink a beer. Yeah, I can't remember what the beer's called. Yeah, I like Stone Cold. I think yeah. he's like one of those classic, like you know, good. Good human. Yeah, he's great. Like, he hasn't done anything crazy. Like, he never, like, got into some massive, like, uh, controversy of any sort. Like, he's yeah. just... Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Um, Kevin, we got a lot to talk about. Um, first things first. First order of business. Uh, have you seen the new uh, Drake album cover? I have. I like it. Yeah. For All the Dogs, designed by uh, Adonis. Good name, too. Yeah. Uh, Adonis is Drake's five-year-old son. He's only five? Five years old. I like it. Adonis. I think it's a great album cover. Yeah. And I think we should... Uh, we should appreciate it for what it is and mm. not poke any holes mm-hmm. in it. No. I have one hole, Kevin. Yeah. Uh, I believe that this artwork was inverted in Photoshop. I believe that this Good. Um, design uh, was uh, drawn on on white paper using uh, sort of a crayon. Mm-hmm. And then someone, not Adonis, brought this into Photoshop and inverted it and made it look more interesting with a black background versus a white background. What do you have to gain by this comment? I'm just um, saying that's, 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 I, as a uh, expert uh, yeah. in, in the field, I am putting my expert opinion out there that uh, to claim that Adonis designed this. Well, actually Adonis um, didn't scan it into the computer that's, either. That's what I'm saying. I don't think Adonis scanned or Photoshopped <laughs> this to be. So uh, it's based on a, an original drawing by Adonis. He art directed uh, it. <laughs> Yeah. He art directed it and then had some junior designer. Who's ghost, ghost designing this is really what I want to know. But um, it is very cool, and I will say. Um, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's sick. Um, it's sick. Kevin, how is it, your... It's probably a lot better mm-hmm. than what the album's going to be. Kevin, you posted a really beautiful Instagram photo of you and your nephew uh, over the weekend. Uh, do you want to tell the quick story as a, a Kevin the family man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was just in North Carolina. Yeah. Um, he, my nephew was trying out for the 12U... U.S. baseball national team, which yep. is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so they had like a big tournament. Uh, he didn't make it, but he had a good attitude okay. and uh, he played pretty well. So wow, a lot to, What's a his lot name? to be proud of. Evan. Evan, shout yeah. out to Evan. Yeah. Uh, Kevin, you know, uh, if anyone listens in to the program, Kevin's got a big heart and is is a big family man. 
Um, and so when you see Kevin's Instagram photos, you know, from, from a night out or a trip across America, you get to see uh, a wonderful side of Kevin. There is the family man, family. Yeah, can a do just sincere post in peace? That's it. It was such a sincere <laughs> post that it caught me off guard, you know, cause I'm so used to your uh, ironic or, you know, sitting on a toilet of some sort or uh, David Buster's, uh, you know, kind of uh, yeah. type type content. So to see a very sincere, lovely family post, it really touched me. Well, that's it's a beautiful cool. thing. That's good. It's a beautiful thing. And again, you know, sort of don't be afraid to sincere post. Yeah. Every now and then, just to say, mm, I love my family. Yep. It's a beautiful thing, Kevin. Um, before we get into design topics, um, <clears throat> I think it's it's worth addressing the fact that New York, there's been a uh, a, a takeover, yeah. a city takeover. Um, it's no longer our city. It's no longer made up by the uh, millions of people that live here. It is now the lantern flies that live uh, that that it's their city, and uh, we just live here because yeah. they're fucking everywhere. On my walk here today, they're just all over the Are ground. You stomping killed. them? No, they're already dead in many cases. Um, multiple of them have broken into my apartment over the weekend. This weekend, I don't know what happened, and I don't know what the full story is here, but. They just fucking, they're just hundreds of them. Well, they're on that hockey stick type curve. But like they were here last summer. This, this, so this last summer, I think was the first time I heard of Lantern Flies. It's the hockey stick, brother. What? Oh, exponential growth of uh, Lantern Flies? Yeah. Because they just, they're fucking and nobody's killing them except for us. Yeah. There's no predators. But like, we gotta gotta get the rats on them. We need to do something about this. Where's Eric Adams? Like, this is a major fucking citywide initiative so the spotted lantern fly like these things didn't exist in new york when i was growing up but this is like a last this is a post-covid situation yeah i mean i think they can i think i heard about them in maybe 21 or 22 but yeah this is pretty, very, very recent. recent yeah and they were definitely around last summer yeah i'm reading about a little bit they were native to china and first detected in pennsylvania in 2014 so yeah this is like in the last like 10 years legitimately yeah. that these things but it's gotten fully out of control yeah like, i mean you really hate to see it i don't know what to do like <clears throat> I, I, this is step this, on them. So that's the thing is that we've been told that we have to kill them, right? That's yeah. what that's what the the public knowledge is. They are here, and it's our job, it's our duty as civilians to stop them out if we see them. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm calling this is this is all a little fishy, is what I'm saying. Like, where did these come from? Like, why is it our responsibility to fucking kill them? Well, and like, they came from probably somebody or something transporting goods into the like importing goods mm-hmm. that were laced with like some eggs, and they hatched, and then those started fucking, and now they're everywhere, and then eggs get transported on different stuff from Pennsylvania to New York, and yeah, you know, they they're bad for agriculture too. They're gonna be they they said they really fuck up some soybean plants, which okay. is a huge industry in the US. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we're able to do something about them before they get our Take farmers. Over. Yeah, yeah. I, I will say if, if our society and our, our life on this planet is uh, taken down by these spotted lion flies, I'm going to be like, I told you so, right? I'll have this podcast on record to be yeah. like, yeah, I told you that we need to take those things fucking seriously. They're fucking everywhere. Yeah, Alex and is the first person ever I, ever I'm, say it. I just want to put it out there. Like these, these spen- spotted lantern flies, like... Dude, I don't know. They're just, they're just, uh, my, um, my third eye is open. Like, are these even bugs? Are these aliens? Damn. Are these fucking, um, <clears throat> are, are these real? I don't know. You should, uh, you should watch a ton of content about them and, and yeah. see. Is see anyone, the, is anyone uh, talking about this? How they're maybe not even real bugs. They're really just the government. <laughs> 
spying on us? I don't think so. Yeah. But well, I think I would be, I would love to spearhead that with you. Okay, cool. Yeah, honestly, I just think that there's uh, something going on here. And the fact that these things, like, I just felt like on Saturday, like in the city, it just went from like, yeah, those bugs that are here. It's the hockey stick. And then brother. all of a sudden, but it's not the hockey stick. It's just literally one day. And the next day they were fucking. That's what a hockey stick does. It goes up. Yeah, but typically it continues to go up. Yeah, and it, I'm saying it is. like I've seen them around a little bit this summer, but then on Saturday it was just like it, it, an all all at once attack. They're probably in like the prime of their lifespan or whatever. Fuck, you know, man, I don't. Yeah, what's the deal with that? Is it because it was like a nice? The well, they, weather like, had to do. I with think the they're weather. like beetles first, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, and then they get their wings. So. I will say the one thing about them that I do like is that they're pretty easy to kill. Like they're pretty. They're they, they don't they don't fly around like they're not like mosquitoes or other types of uh, yeah, I mean, flies. They're, they're 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 big and they're slow. So they're, I think they're a little fast. Uh, not 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 against my fucking speed. They got nothing. Right, true. You know? Like if if I I should put out a tape of me killing these things. You like, should. Uh, you'll see uh, confirmed kills at a pretty pretty high clip for, by me. These lanternflies. They don't. They they're. They're they're nothing. Fuck it, Alex Lanternfly highlight reel. <laughs> I put it up on Huddle. You should. And uh, well, I don't just, think you can just, get on Huddle. Just but. me, just like uh, with paper towels around my apartment and yeah. stomping them out on the street. Like I don't know. I, I, it makes me feel weird to, that they that um, they put it on us as a society to kill. What these are you things. talking about? Like what? Are we, it's our job you want now. The government to, intervention. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Actually, by the way, those things are really bad. You people, you I'm should sure go around I, killing them. I am sure. There are some measures being taken on, like you know. I need to know to be, you know, yeah. in the agricultural sector. Yeah, but sriracha. Like, do your like di- what's up, government? Step in. We need to help out the sriracha, you know, sort of shortage. And now number two, lanternflies. Like, what the fuck is the point of having government if they're not going to take care of the issues that matter most to us as, as civilians? I don't know. Just take some personal responsibility and kill mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Um, be a good citizen. Okay. Yeah. Um, moving on, Kevin. Uh, d- embrace debate. Uh, there's a TikToker. Uh, her name is Cecily Bachman, and uh, she posted a video that went a bit viral on on TikTok. In that she ate a order of spicy salmon sushi while she was uh, perusing the aisles of her local grocery store, and then she paid for it on the way out, sparking a debate online. Which is, do you eat while you're shopping? Is this something that you do? Say you go to a grocery store. Not every do, time. Do you do you grab something, maybe a ready-to-eat product like sushi or like you know some a rotisserie chicken? I've certainly. And then you kind of take a you know some some bites of it, or you eat the whole thing, and then at the end when you're paying for everything, pay for it at the end. Yeah, I mean I've certainly done it. Yep, I've I've been at grocery stores. Maybe it's like post activity or mm-hmm. post work, and I'm really really hungry mm-hmm. and. I'll grab something or really thirsty for that matter. Yeah. And I'll yeah. grab something and yeah. you know, enjoy it a little bit and you know, usually pay for it. Yeah. But I, I think I, it's a step too far to take a video of yourself. Okay. And like promote doing it. Cause like it should be something you should do in private. Like it should be a little sneak. I think this is something that you shouldn't do on a daily basis. Like if you go to the supermarket and every single time you're eating something, I don't think that should be normal. I think you should, this is safe. Then, then, then all of a sudden then everyone will just be eating everything in supermarkets, like, and paying for it as they go out the door. Like, no, you buy it and then you eat it. Mm -hmm. Like in a rare circumstance, say like you're, 
just ran, you went to the gym or something and you like are very, very thirsty and you're like, oh man, I need some coconut water and I'm going to take a sip of this and I'm going to like, you know, maybe even finish it while, while I'm food shopping or something. Like, I think that's okay every now and then. Drinks are far more acceptable. I okay. think, I think I if you were to, do, I think if you were to do a drink every time, that's yeah. fine. Like yeah. that, that is totally okay. And the rule is of course that you have to bring yeah, the obviously. empty bottle to the register it. and pay for it. Like that's 100% the rule. Like, I don't know. I just think if you're just going around eating like pre-made sushi at Wegmans and just like kind of eating while you're shopping and everyone was doing that, I, I don't know. I don't know if I want to live in that society. Damn. I think this is like, hey, you got to do this, you know, in 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 dire circumstances is what I'm saying. I think it's allowed. I don't think it should be the norm. Yeah. I don't know. I think I, it's fine. Just don't post don't record yourself doing it and post it on social media. I do think that's this fucking, is interesting, that's though, because this like, is something that there is no... Uh, I wonder where the supermarkets stand on this issue. Like, And I think this is the first time that I've seen this conversation even become part of uh, the yeah. lexicon of, of cultural conversation. Well, I mean, on one hand, it's like not very sanitary to be like eating something and then touching yeah. everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the other hand, like, who's going to... Are going to get like security guards? Are we going to put some robots in the store? Like, Yeah. Just... Just uh, you know, smack it out of their hands. Do it sparingly. Like, don't, don't, don't get out of control. I think you're right. I think that's. I think we agree here. Which is like, if you need to do this, and you're like starving, and you're like at a supermarket, you're like, cool. I'm gonna like, I'm gonna eat a little bit of this, and I'll, yeah. I'll pay for it at the way out. But like, every time you go, I don't know. There were people in the comments being like, this is my normal uh, course of action. Cool. And I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, obviously, as long as you pay for it, I guess it's okay. But I, I feel uncomfortable. I feel yeah. it makes me uncomfortable. It makes me anxious. Um, I don't. That probably says more about me as a person than it says anything. But well, I feel why, like, why does it make you anxious? Because I feel like the uh, you know order of operations. Do you is, have some past life trauma that you want to unload here? I did have a situation when I was a kid. Now that you mention it, where me and a buddy of mine, we were uh, you know uh, under the age of ten. So this is uh, you know a couple of years ago, and uh, we were you know uh, at the supermarket and we were illegally uh, you know consuming pickles out of the big ass jar and uh you know maybe we were uh, not uh they take you in them. the back and they did they took <laughs> us in the back and they called our parents and my dad had to come pick us up and uh they had us chained to the to the wall I'm really just no they didn't tie us up but they they made us like stay in like some back room like some interrogation room at your local you know so fucking you know f- uh, food store which if you've ever been in the back rooms of like a of a supermarket uh, it's not 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 the the the, the most. Uh, it's not too different than a prison. Yeah, I've never been back there because I'm I'm very stealthy. That's right. I got caught. Is what yeah. I'm saying. And uh, it's a funny story though. My dad likes to tell it because he does. He he believes they may have overreacted. Oh, yeah. to the you severity think? of the crime. <laughs> and considering we were underage, uh, maybe 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 it could have gotten a little bit of a slap on the wrist and uh, off you go. Did but you get banned or anything? I don't think we got banned, but the, the I would just say the uh, super supermarket attendee or supermarket manager. employee <laughs> manager was maybe taking his job a bit too seriously. Let's just call it that. So I don't know. Maybe that is uh, to your point. You, maybe that's uh, has you, has ingrained in me. Don't you fucking take a single thing until you pay for it. That's true. Did your yeah. dad, um, did he pay for the pickles? Ah, uh, it's a good question. I don't know. I don't know if he did. I, I, I think we just got a, a hard scolding and uh, he probably, uh, you know, kind of had to defend us and took us on our way. Yeah. Well, but, uh, next next time, if you're hopefully to, he paid for them. If you're trying to get pickles, um, yeah, ask yeah. the deli attendant mm-hmm. for a bag mm-hmm. and they'll weigh it out. They give you the price tag. Mm-hmm. Eat it. 
stick the bag in your pocket. Yeah, that's, <laughs> see, that's what we can't be promoting here, Kevin. But listen, I, 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 I think it's okay. Listen, I, I think there's, I'm, I'm on the edge, but here, I don't think it's a no, don't ever do it. But it's like, I don't think if every single person, every supermarket was just yeah. eating sushi and then I also don't trust people would pay for it. I think people I would, would potentially be like, oops, I lost the box. And then, you know, kind I, saw, of, I lose, I lose yeah. stuff all the time. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I think, I think you're allowed to eat. Yeah. I think you're allowed to eat a grape or two. A grape? Te- yeah. Test them out. No. I think you're allowed to mm-hmm. eat a couple olives off the top. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, um, yeah. Sometimes maybe I eat a couple more than I should <laughs> to lighten the load. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. No specific stores in mind. Yeah, uh, that's true. I think you. If you're at a hot bar, you got to try the. Uh, you know, you got to try <laughs> hot, the. Hot bar, the hot bar is like on the fringe for me. I don't okay. know if I would if I would indulge in like a taste test, a little taster. A little I don't tester. know if I would do hot bar taste test. That really? might be on the line for me. Well, if they're going to weigh it at the end. You know, my you thing gotta... is, I think if the if the food is cold, I think it's acceptable. If food's <laughs> hot, yeah, that's my line. I don't know, Kev. I don't. I don't. I don't think it matters necessarily. Yeah, but what, also what the it, it doesn't really matter. Is. Yeah. Okay. Um, Embrace debate. Yeah. I mean, uh, I've I've been at Walmart, and you mm-hmm. know, maybe some of the more white trash shit I've ever done. Was okay. A, I was a, on a big pork rind kick, mm. and I think I got done working out. Had went to Walmart and. Cracked open a bag of Max pork rinds, mm-hmm. the Buffalo uh, Buffalo flavored, okay. and you know housed them just entire pork rind bag at Walmart. Yeah, and yeah. I paid I paid for it. Oh, you paid for I it. I did. Okay, pay so for then there it. you yeah. go. This is what we're saying. This is the debate. It's like Kent, is that okay? Is yeah. that okay? And I'm saying it's it's in only dire circumstances. Yeah. Once in a blue moon, you could do this, and. You know, you got to be very clear. You got to have the bag in your, you know, cart yeah. and you got to have it there and say, I drank this, but I'm still paying for this. Yeah. But also, like, I don't know, don't be snitching on people either. If they're doing that, like, mm, mind your yeah. business. Yeah. Mind your business. Mind your P's and Q's. You know, this is, um, this is, uh, yeah. I think, I, I think especially if you're going to take a, you know, an olive or two or say you're getting candy by the bag, you know, at a candy yeah, you store. Can, you you got to taste test a little bit. If you it's in, if it's in your bag, if it's in your bag and you've like dished it out, mm-hmm. sure, you can take a couple. That's right. But we're talking about finishing things and eating a whole thing of sushi and then bringing the empty containers to the end. And that's I think fine. That that's is, a good person. I think, no, I think that's a good person, but I don't think this should become sort of normal. I mean, it shouldn't acceptance. be like normal, but like if you got to do it, you got to do it. That's right. Uh, Kevin, moving on. Dog talk, your favorite kind of talk. Oh, sorry the uh, uh, the influencer th- that came from Entrepreneur Instagram. Shout out to Entrepreneur wow, Magazine. Covering really heavy hitting <laughs> shit. Must have been a really slow day on the uh, new <laughs> yeah, business yeah, front yeah, for yeah, them. The social media manager uh, for Entrepreneur. That's crazy. Like, yeah. If you ever look at like those big ass like social media pages, like yep. I don't know, ESPN is a really good example. Yeah. They post like literally every five minutes. Yeah. Maybe even more, and it's just like mm-hmm. the dumbest, most bullshit stories that don't even like have anything to often do apply to what. Yeah. The main like, this has nothing to do with no. entrepreneurship, but it is actually, it did catch me by, it caught me because I do think it's an interesting debate. That's why I wanted to bring it to the podcast. I mean, that lady is clearly a girl boss. There she is. Yeah. Well, she's also, um, she, she's set, set in the rules. She doesn't, she doesn't abide by society rules. Girl boss. Buying things, then paying, paying for them, then eating them. Yeah. She's girl boss, gatekeep, them, gaslight, and yep. eat the sushi before you pay for it. That's right. Um, embracing another debate, Kevin, this one from the New York Times, they have a article that I know is very close to your heart, which is the top hot dogs in the world. And uh, no, top 15 regional hot dogs of the United States. Oh, it's only in the US. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I, I Let me take that from the top. Kevin, you love hot dogs. We talk about hot dogs many times on the program. New York Times is, uh, is on the beat uh, that maybe they've been listening to our pod. 
Um, they posted a article, the field guide to the great American hot dogs of, of the great hot dogs of America, the 15 best local uh, varieties. Yeah. So Kevin on the show, I think it was last week, you talked about going. Uh, uh, this was in real life. Oh, this was in real yeah, life. We were, <laughs> Kevin, this I think like two weeks show. ago, I was giving a little presentation about some travel I had mm-hmm, done. Mm-hmm. We had mentioned regional hot dogs, and I love I love regional sandwiches, which yes. I consider a hot dog a sandwich. But that could be a di- that's a different debate. Well, that hot. Well, let me be very clear. Hot dog is not a sandwich. Yes, it is. Okay. So Kevin loves a hot dog, and so you were recently in Seattle. Yeah, I, I had the Seattle dog, and you had the Seattle dog, which has cream cheese. And fried onions. Yeah, cream cheese, onions, and mustard. Which is a really interesting combination. Mm-hmm. And you said, you argued that it was better than the New York dog. Yeah, I've, I've since maybe cooled off a little bit. And yeah, I think hot. when I think of New York dog, um, mm-hmm. there, there are definitely two types. There's like the type you get from a cart, which yep. is significantly better than like a Nathan's hot dog, in my opinion. Again, another wrong take, but yep, sure. Um I just am not a big. I think Nathan's hot dogs are too thick. There's mm. too much meat. We're going to City Field tonight. We can, uh, you know, sort of maybe have some hot dogs going. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to eat some hot dogs for yeah, sure. Yeah, there it is. Um, but I, I here are my uh, top. Here are my top four dogs from that list yeah. that I've had. Okay. Um, I've got obviously I got to go to Cincinnati Cheese Coney. Yeah, which is again the main reason why Kevin loves hot dogs. We got to yeah. pay respect to. The Coney, which is Cincinnati Skyline, chili, onions, mustard, cheese, yeah. chili cheese. Oh, yeah. So great. Cincinnati has their own famous hot yeah, dog, put, which, um, great. to be honest, I didn't, wasn't that familiar with the dogs on this list. I didn't really know that there were so many regional uh, sort of varieties. Yeah, Midwest stand up. There's a lot of Midwest dogs on this yeah, list. Yeah, there are. Um, obviously, and then number two, I got a Chicago dog, mm-hmm. you know, beef frank, mustard, tomato, pickle, onion, relish, okay. and... Uh, on a poppy bun. Yep. Famous Chicago dog. Yeah. Love love the fixins. Okay. I um I love fixins. They got a whole <laughs> ass pickle spear on there. They do. So that obviously it's gonna be number two for me. Mm-hmm. And number three, I'm gonna give a I'm gonna give it to the New York hot dog. Okay. Which is be frank with uh, mustard, kraut, and relish. Mm-hmm. It's goaded. The it's classic. It's the classic. New yeah. York. And then number four, I'm gonna put Seattle dog, which okay. is the cream cheese, sauteed onions, and mustard. And then, you know, honorable mention, I'm just going to hit up uh, all the all the conies, all mm. the Midwest conies from, yeah. you know, uh, Fort Wayne up to up to Michigan. <laughs> it's uh, basically it's the cheese coney without the cheese. So, yeah. Yeah. I will say, Kevin, this article is interesting to me only because the I've the only ones I've had are the ones on your list. I've had the Cincinnati cheese coney, which. Um, I'm not going to put ahead of New York. I'm going to put New York one. I'm going to put that two because I do think it's actually um, it's it's solid. I will say. I oh, really, it's solid. I really don't like the spaghetti chili situation. I think it's we've talked about this many times on the show. Skyline chili is gross. The only acceptable form for me is on a hot dog in the Coney style where just acts as a chili yeah. on top of a hot dog, which I do like a hot dog with chili on it. Yeah. I mean, in my power rankings of Skyline menu items, I, mm-hmm. the, the Coney goes number one for me. So Sli- there slightly edges out the, the, yeah. uh, the spaghetti is really where I, I, I really struggle. Um, so I go New York one, Coney two, and then I guess Chicago three. I haven't had any others. The Seattle one in this photo, you talked to me about it and I was kind of like, Ooh, cream cheese and mustard and onions. I don't really know if that's going to be something I'm interested. in. This photo makes it look pretty. I good. mean, they did a really good job at the photography. Uh, the photography in this, they yeah. they really pulled out all the stops. And Spencer Richards yeah. is the yeah. photographer that shot all these hot dogs in New York Times. And I will say, 
And whoever oh. assembled them as well, whoever the food stylist was mm-hmm. and the, uh, the really the chef, beautiful. yeah, yeah, amazing. I don't love the Chicago dog. I know why you do as a as a pickle a picklesman. I love um, the fixings. It's a nice looking photo of it, though. I will say, yeah, the poppy oh. bun. Yeah, the poppy bun. The bun's great, and yeah. uh, the neon green relish. Yeah, kind of a turnoff, but yeah. it hits. I'm not really a huge relish guy. I'm, I'm, you know, again, that's why I'm. I go with my hometown dog, which is brother. Uh, the New York dog has relish on it. Yeah, but it doesn't have to. I think it's really just beef, sauerkraut, spicy mustard. That's what I consider a New York dog. But um, yeah, Nathan's Nathan's famous uh, is where I. Interesting dogs on this list for me. The Texas Tommy has bacon and cheese on it, which I, I feel so. Uh, cut in half, uh, split down the middle, so Which, the cheese melts. You yeah, know, get a little little avenue for the that. cheese to go. The uh, Puerto Rican dog, which has mustard, ketchup, and cheese sauce with sauerkraut, onions, and a ground beef, which again yeah. not bring out too the whole similar. kitchen. Yeah, also has uh, crunchy potato sticks, which yeah. I really that to me is the thing that makes oh, it yeah. uh, really uh, a distinct. Venezuelan dog has those. Uh, yeah. That's a fucking good dog as well. Crunchies. Yeah, sometimes in New York they'll have like if you go to a, a dirty water dog. Uh, station. They'll they'll have like fried onions that you can put on. I don't. I have, I, yeah. I don't really. Think I, I can't avoid those. Yeah. So uh, if you are hungry, um, or if you're not hungry, check out this list because I just yeah. looked through all these hot dogs and now I'm officially starving. I know the Polish boy, intriguing. You know, kielbasa fries, slaw, barbecue <laughs> yeah. sauce. Where's the line between a kielbasa and a hot dog? I, I mean, kielbasa sausage. That's a sausage, so, right? Sausage. So that's not really. A hot I mean, dog hot dog and hot dog is pretty much a sausage. I guess so, but say you go to the city field and you're like, "Oh, I'm going to get a hot dog." That's going to come. Yeah, you get a you get a if sausage. You get a premio sort of sausage. That's a very different thing. Yeah, I mean it's different, but it's in the same. That's bond. a different. It's those a, are different. It's a different strain. It's a different strain, but I don't know if I'd classify it as a hot. Yeah. Dog. What about what about the reindeer dog? What's on that? It's um a reindeer hot dog, which sounds awesome, um with Coca Cola stewed mm. onions mm. and mustard. Yum! Shout out to Coca Cola. Uh, I would, I would try. Yeah. I think I, uh, for, for me, I'll be honest, all of these here, I would try every single one of them. Yeah, I would too. But, and, and it's good to see the hot dog is really maybe having a moment, Kevin, with yeah. that sort of, uh, we talked about the hot dog, uh, premium, uh, sort of, uh, offering at that restaurant in New York city, which I would still be down to try. Mm-hmm. And, uh, now this New York times article, I, I think, New, uh, hot dogs are having a moment. Yeah. And especially, go. you know, shout out to Ohio stand up, you know. This is, yeah, we made the list. You made the list, and uh, we made the list a couple times. Yeah, uh, I respect this list, and I appreciate this list. Also, again, another hot dog story right from uh, from the dieline.com, our favorite website, is uh, a innovation in the hot dog world. Um, who could forget last year? There was a video uh, we talked about on the show, yeah. which was from New York Nico, um, who is. Uh, Stephen Heller's son. Stephen Heller is a famous design uh, pundit, writer, journalist, designer, etc. And um, he caught someone at a Yankee game. Caught quotes. Qu- caught in quotes or staged a person drinking a uh, soda through a hole punctured inside of a hot dog. Mm-hmm. And this kind of became like this buzzy story. It was all over all the news. It was instantly on like every single Instagram page, like you said before. Every single podcast. ESPN, like, you know, uh, probably entrepreneur and sort of business uh, uh, media companies all covered this sort of hot dog. So here we are maybe a year later. Oscar Meyer is ready to uh, to profit off of this uh, sort of uh, viral moment with their very own hot dog straw. So it is an individualized hot dog packaged with 
a Oscar Mayer wrapper on it, which says hot dog straw. It is actually a silicone hot dog. It's not a real what? hot dog. It's not edible. Which wow. Takes, thank you, Kevin. I read for this. I read for this reading today. the article. Yeah, I read the article today. So um, I was under the impression that it was a real hot dog. And mm, me too. I think it's still a cool idea. Um, I almost think it's cooler. I, I like the fact that it's not a real. That it's reusable. It's not single yeah. use. Yeah. If it was just a hole, if it was a hot dog, which is a punctured hole in it, like anyone can make yeah. that. So this is weird. so it's a straw that looks like a hot. Yeah, dog. Yeah, I I think it like, I I see it both ways. Like I do believe that it is probably a cool thing you could just throw on your desk and maybe use mm-hmm. once or twice. Um, mm-hmm. and maybe you stick it in your bag and you use it when you go to restaurants or get your iced coffee. Maybe this just becomes your reusable straw. So I think that's cool. Um, yeah. All for reusable straws. But part of me is like, with the level of processed that a hot dog is, it should be shelf stable enough to package and maybe not refrigerate and just keep on you and whip it out at a hot dog or whip it out at a baseball game and start drinking whatever you want with it. Sure, I agree. Yeah, I mean, my question here is. Um, Johannes Leonardo, which is an advertising agency, apparently uh, collaborated with Oscar Mayer on the sort of idea and the label and the sort of promotion of this. Is New York Nico cut out of this? Because I feel like if New York, if, if if Nico's not a part of this, I feel like that's pretty rough. Like I feel like I, he I definitely he made this famous. Is he promoting it? I didn't see. Uh, I didn't. Well, I don't see yeah, his involvement. Nico, here. Nico is a part of it, I believe. Okay. Um, I mean, he's a part of this story, yeah, and he's a part of this. Um... Well, so the mm. website is—they took the Oscar. It's, there's no information on the web Oscar Myers website anymore because mm. it sold out immediately. God. Um, but I thought I saw him promoting it, and Sorry. they did get the same. They got the same dude from the baseball game. Yep, unidentified dude, quote unquote Yankees fan. Yep. Um, I'm know. watching it right now. You're right. Paid pot partnership with Oscar Meyer. Got the same guy who's like wearing a hat and sunglasses, so you can't really even see who he is. It looks like he's sitting in the exact same seat as the original viral video. Instead, uh, instead he takes the straw out of the bag and drinks a beer at the game, and it has hashtag ad. So they did bring in Nico. Good. Um, said, straw took the nation by storm. Oscar Myers teamed up with the visionary creator, who is New York Nico, and uh, to make them available to the public. And I am sure, I, I'm 100% sure that in, in the... In this, like, you know, creative endeavor, mm-hmm. I am sure that they had pitched real hot dog straw. Yep. There's no doubt in my mind. And it probably just wasn't, probably just wasn't in the cards. You know, mm-hmm. probably just a tougher product, tougher thing to produce. Yep. You know, there's risk of foodborne yep. illness, I guess. Yeah. But Kevin, ha, uh, title for the pod for all the dogs. For all the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about fucking uh, so much hot dogs on the program here. Um, before, so I like this. Now that I know that Nico's involved, um, I feel like maybe a little late. You know that original video was was it's like a year ago, well over a year. But you know, listen, uh, supply chain and better late than never. Manufacturing is tough. Yeah. So about a year later, they came back. And to be honest, Kevin, as we talked about, we're going to a Met game tonight. I'd love to have the straw there at the uh, the ballpark. Right. Are you, you gonna? Know? You can make your I own. Can make my own, but I think that might take be it to the next level. Do a do a sausage straw. Yeah, yeah, do a brat straw. Yeah, and drink a milkshake. If yeah. You're really gonna be a, a man about it. Um, moving on to the last story of the day, Kevin, do you want to do Erewhon and yeah, Cactus do, Plant? Or let's you talk about Erewhon. Yeah. So Erewhon, everyone, um, who is familiar with, uh, sort of, uh, 
sort of designer snacks and beverages is, is certainly familiar with Erewhon. It's the sort of high-end retailer, famously uh, with locations in California only. They um, have been known uh, to become a bit of a hotspot for influencers, famous people, and people that want to spend 20 plus dollars on smoothies. Um, they had a Haley Bieber strawberry glazed skin smoothie, which uh, retailed for $18. Uh, I had one when I was in LA. You had that LA, one? That was the one I had this year. Wow. Actually, I had two of them. Uh, fantastic. Wow. Yeah. Really delicious. Your skin was glowing when you got uh, back. My skin looked amazing, and more importantly, it tasted great. Um, they're back with a new partnership with Cactus Plant Flea Market, who um, is a fashion brand out of LA as well. And uh, they have a uh, they've created their own smoothie and uh, what seems to be hundreds of pieces of wearables because they're a fashion brand. Um, it's going for twenty two dollars, and it's made from the following ingredients: high banana, which I don't know how that is different than a regular banana, blue spir- spirulina chlorophyll, coconut, strawberry, mango, matcha cream, oat milk, orange, sea moss, and yuzu lemon. Wow. The resulting mixture is layered to produce a kaleidoscopic rainbow appearance, uh, much like that of the uh, brand's marketing uh, and branding. So um, it looks sick. And then my favorite part about it is Erewhon, which is uh, on all the smoothies, has a logo in the middle of the the, uh, cup, is written in sort of a uh, very sort of scripty kind of sharp yeah. looking thing. I feel like there's ripping off Travis Scott here, which no, no qualms for me. Go ahead. Go ahead. Rip, rip Travis Scott off. It does have a bit of a Travis Scott energy to, uh, to the whole thing. I think the Travis Scott, Kanye, uh, cactus plant, flea market, uh, concentric circles do have overlap. I'm not that familiar with cactus plant, flea market outside of the you fact think, that they make some pretty weird. I think you're just thinking of their, of his hard, seltzer cacti Mm. which is unrelated no there's also clothing that i know i'm familiar with that's and cactus jack cactus jack then there's also like i've seen kanye wear some of this clothing and then i know that uh cactus plant flea market designed merch for travis scott so Mm. there's there's definitely collaboration there they've done some pretty fucking interesting sneakers over the years and like They've done some pretty cool looking stuff. So yeah, I mean, I've got a T-shirt. I got a hamburger, hamburger T-shirt. From yeah, them last year, and they collaborated with McDonald's. So they're very good at collabing, and they've yeah. become sort of like this like go-to collaborator for brands. They've done Stussy, they've done McDonald's, and now Erewhon. Yeah, if you if you got an Erewhon sweatshirt on, I'm stealing something from your house. <laughs> and also, if I'm at Erewhon, I am eating. I'm yeah. eating all this shit before I check out. Yeah, and. Maybe I maybe I lost the, maybe I lost the package. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go to Erewhon, order a like uh, sort of breakfast sandwich for like fifteen dollars, maybe yeah. eighteen dollars. I'm sure they've got that shit locked and down. And then though. try to eat that before, and just walk around eating that, see how that goes. Yeah, I'm sure that you would be met with. Uh, I don't know if that's gonna. Erewhon seems like the place that would like probably they have some like really ripped security guard there, and they would like <laughs> pin you on the floor and like yeah. Probably I take take your wallet out and swipe it. I don't know if those rules that we talked about sort of applying to uh, you know suburban everyday grocery stores applies to yeah. Erewhon. That Erewhon security guard will fuck you up if yeah. you if you if try you, to steal. If from you them. dare try to drink a Haley Bieber smoothie and not pay for it, but you know, listen, give it I, a go. I don't. I'll be out in LA next month, so maybe I'll give it a go. 
I will say that the the smoothie looks awesome, and I wonder how many people will buy just to take a photo of it. Which again is like this place that we're in, which is like intersection of branding and food and beverage and clout and uh, consumerism and capitalism and what fashion. a time to be alive! What a fucking time to be alive, Kevin. And so. Um, I like the way it looks, and I think that's most important. I think the the merchandise actually looks pretty sick too, but I guess the question is, who's gonna buy this? Like, I guess for the Erewhon heads, or um, I remember when United Sodas got into Erewhon. That was kind of, mm. that was our first retailer, and uh, as a studio, we bought uh, matching jumpsuits. Uh, I didn't get one f- for the team oh, yeah, at yeah. United Sodas for Kate and Marisa. So we bought them sweatpants and sweatshirts. Mm. Now, and I remember that was like the first time that they had made merch. And so now Erewhon seems to have like a licensing division. Well, They're it's fucking, a, it's like, a pop and brand. It's a pop and brand. And so only to say that supermarket core is real and food and snacks is, uh, you know, snacks are a signal, as yeah. Andre would say. And it's a very, uh, it's a, it's a very interesting time to be alive, but I do like it. And I do think the, the, the smoothie looks awesome. And I would definitely want to try it if I was out in LA. Uh, fortunately for me, I'm not going to LA anytime soon because that place sucks. <laughs> All right, let's um, we'll end it there shout out to New York best hot dogs in the world and uh, we'll see you guys next week Bitch, I'm a boss. Bitch, I'm a boss. Bitch, I'm a boss. Bitch, I'm a boss.